To listen to all 150 episodes of the Game Central podcast, visit gamebanter.co.uk. This episode 153 of the Game Central Podcast. I'm your co-host Gareth, joined by my fellow co-host Dave. Hey, hello. I'm back. I've uh, I've found my voice. That's good, yes, because you've been ill. Yeah, yeah, proper, proper ill. Uh, had a visit from my uh, lovely parents um, last weekend. Okay. And it was great, but uh, they didn't tell me that they both had this lurgy flu. And so they were in my house coughing and spluttering everywhere. And I just went, oh, no, I'm not going to get it. Like, I've already had it, sort yeah. of thing. Uh, yeah, and then as soon as they left, I started, like, just a little bit of a raspy throat. And this was on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, no, it'll be fine. And obviously by Tuesday, I was um, literally voiceless. I could, I, could, I could just about squeak. So, yeah. <laughs> Did they make you go and work if you work in a school? Um, I went into work, but um, because it doesn't, I could technically have taken time off, but um, you know, I didn't feel sick. Right. I just had like a snuffy nose, and I had lost my voice. So I just went in and you know was like a mute for like three days. Well, I was just like you know writing on pieces of paper for what they needed to do, or like whispering into kids, and it just sounded really weird. <laughs> <laughs> so what you need to do for this mass problem is just like why are you why are you talking like that so I, at least this is the loudest I can speak and then I was just like why are you here like, shut up <laughs> so you're just like germally breathing in kids mouths uh, point oh, blank when you when you when you, when you say it like that, okay, it makes you sound uh, inconsiderate but uh, I wanted to save my sick days for uh, when I was actually like proper ill no judgment from me mate you know you know half my class is now sick with the lurgy but that's not my fault surely no link (laughs) mate I get it I'm also British I also go in when I should not be going in just because ah, it's only a fucking cough and runny nose and sneezing loads and clearly not well enough to get out of bed but you know yeah we had we had one teacher who was literally like next to passing out when she came into school and everyone was like you drove here and she was like yeah I'll be fine I was just like you can barely walk how did you drive here what yeah. the fuck are you doing in oh no I can't be sick oh no oh yeah you, you can't wait to get into your lessons today they're gonna be full of fucking <laughs> <laughs> full of fucking learning well, there's you know, also a thing where I work in office. Passed out. <laughs> I, I work in office where it's mostly women. It's probably like 90% women. So yeah. if I am off ill, when I get back, it's, oh, do you have the man flu? Oh, man yeah, flu, was always, it? Oh, always. I had the sniffles, yeah. did you? And it's like, oh, yeah. the, okay, I'll come in when I'm ill. In, I'm not sure if it's as, and again, we've never lived in other cultures, but I'm not sure if it's as, as prevalent in other cultures for sick shaming. Yeah. I think that is a very. You know, that's a very British thing, sick shaming. Like, as soon as you are sick, you just, oh, it can't have been that bad. It was only a cough. Obviously, we get the man flu. Yeah. But, you know, everyone else gets, like, some of it. You know, it's just like, oh, what? Just had a headache? No, it was like a, it was like a migraine. And, it, like, you know, my 
my temples felt like they were exploding. No, just a headache, was it? What? Yeah. Just a bit of a stomach bug. No, explosive diarrhea. Oh, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> we're very British. Yeah, we are very British. Yeah. But yeah. Well. Uh, I'm better. I'm podcasting. I played some games. Uh, and I'm ready to listen to um, some news. You ready for some news, Dave? Should we do it right now? I don't know, actually. What's the time? Uh, time. It's game time. That's what time it is, Rob. No, not Rob. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's game time. Uh, you need to beat my score, my friend. I do. So, it's time to play the game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> Right, so last episode, uh, I, um, well, Gareth introduced our new gaming segment, which could happen, it appears, at any random point in the podcast. Uh, last time it was a 20 question round, yep. and uh, I got the answer correct in 16? I believe it was 16, yeah, very good score. Yeah. 16. So, 20 questions. I am a person or a thing game related uh, either character console I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be mean enough to be like a company that would just be harsh <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah so it's a game related thing you've got uh, you've got to beat me in 16 questions yeah. there were a few caveats that uh, I introduced with mine that I think you've chosen to carry over like it has to be something I obviously will have heard of it can't be yeah, some obscure bullshitty thing. We're not being dicks with our answers. We're trying to be exactly. Fair. It's not going to be a. It's not going to be. Oh, that. Um, uh, what's his name? I'm. I'm that German guy who did the music for this really obscure game. <laughs> no one's ever heard of. Yeah. No, we're not that much of dicks. Uh, but um, Gareth, do you want me to keep score of your questions, or do you want to keep score of your questions? Uh, I was going to keep score as well, but maybe you should also keep score because why no. would that be a bad thing <laughs> sure, I'm not? just doing it on my phone uh, so maybe with your Microsoft Word I've got my Microsoft Word up exactly and I did this last time so I could actually keep track of uh, my questions so I have chosen this thing game related uh, it's uh, it's something that you definitely know Good. Um, and, it's, uh, and personally I don't think it's hard to guess but then again I'm staring at the thing as I <laughs> You know. Okay. So, so, like last week, these are all going to be yes/no questions, right? Yes/no questions. Okay. Um, if it is a, I'm strictly going to go yes/no. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, I don't think this. Yeah. You can you can give away more information with your yes or no. Like last week, I did a few like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When you just go, you know. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's we're... see what the questions are. We're nice guys. Um, and again, feel free to play along at home. Uh, obviously you're asking questions that I can't possibly answer because I can't hear you but you know just send it in send in your score I don't want to show it in one (laughs) I don't want to show weakness Dave but I've actually been secretly kind of scared all week that I was going to be dog shit at this and it's been recorded forever when you jot when you jot the 20 questions I am I am shit at 20 questions you know (laughs) and I think we tried this once with Rob and he went well obscure it was like some 
fucking Sega Genesis game. And I was like, oh, I think I'm never going to get that. But, uh, yeah. Are we ready? Don't panic. This is, uh, this is going to be something, yeah, that you'll be able to do. Okay, great. Okay, right. Get First question ready. needs to be strong, no fresh. Okay, from now on, Dave will only be saying either yes or no. So, question oh, yeah. one. Are you a video game character? No. Okay. Hmm. Oh, shit. I was hoping that would be yes. That was uh, like the yes, one question yeah. I prepared ahead of time. Okay. Uh, are you a genre of video game? No. Thank God, because how do you narrow that down? Oh, fucking hell, exactly. That would be <laughs> a bitch as well. I just realised, are you a genre? Yes. Are you a subgenre? Yes. <laughs> okay, so question three. Question three. Um, are you a piece of hardware? No. Oh, shit. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I just realised you're lying the question. You're probably going to get this a lot quicker than I anticipated. <laughs> <laughs> Great, no pressure there. Um, okay, so it's not a character. It's not hardware. It's not hardware. Um, are you a real life person? Yes. Oh fuck. Okay. 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 <laughs> Am I real life? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Everything's real life, mate. So, oh, it was someone real life that I obviously will have heard of. This narrows it down quite a lot. Um, let's get a bit esoteric with my questions. Do I like you? Oh, uh, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> that, is, that is such a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna casually search the person. <laughs> I just Google, does Gareth like this person? Uh, okay, so I right, like yeah. I like this person. They're real. You do like this person. They're real. Uh, okay. Um, is this a Nintendo personality? No. No. Okay. Question Not six Nintendo is no. So that rules out Shigeru Miyamoto and Reggie, which were the first two that came to mind when you said it wasn't a character. Um, yeah. Actually, you know what? Yeah, fun fact, I was going to be Reggie. Oh, there you go. Too easy, though. Too easy. Yeah, this is it. I thought you were going to... And I'll obviously proven six. It would have fucking knocked me out of the water. Okay. Question seven. Um, are you a voice actor? No. Okay. No, I just had to double check that. Just... Uh, no. Okay. Question eight. So, I don't like them, which narrows it down a lot. No, you do like them. What? Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. I had, yeah. I knew what I meant. That's yeah, what I meant. You, know. you knew what I meant. You, you read my mind because you're 
This is it. So great this guy. is why I record the questions. Because obviously you can't remember them. It's fine. Uh, question eight. Um, does this person work for Microsoft? No. No. It doesn't work for Microsoft. Fuck. I can't actually name anyone off the top of my head who works for Microsoft. Uh, Phil Spencer would have been the person. Yeah. T-shirt and uh, and a jacket. <laughs> T-shirt and a jacket, man. Um. Okay. Question nine. Fuck! I'm running out of people that I can try and narrow it down to. Have they been on an E3 stage? Okay. Yes, they have. Alright. They've been on the free stage. <laughs> I can see where you're going. <laughs> oh shit, but there's so many E3 things. Um, if this is some yeah. influencer YouTuber from an EA one, I'm gonna have no fucking This is Smokes Blunts 420, obviously, guys. <laughs> Remember? 2016, when they did that weird fucking YouTuber conference. He introduced Need for Speed and got all the words wrong. <laughs> Alright, so question 10. Um, hmm. oh, see, I don't know if you would know the people I know. This is it. We both know this person and that's, that, that should know it out quite a lot. It should, but... Oh. <laughs> okay. Right, so they've been on E3 stage. They're not they've from Microsoft, they're not from Nintendo. So that takes like half of them out. And I like the person, so... Yeah. So there's only like... A few people left. Okay, okay. Um, I can think of lines of questioning that you need to open up, if I'm honest. No, but I've played a lot of Sherlock Holmes games. I think this is what you're lacking. <laughs> <laughs> Question 10. Where were they on the night of March 31st? <laughs> um, that was the real question. <laughs> um, question 10. Are they famous for things outside of gaming as well? No. No. I would say that no. I'd yeah. I'd definitely say that they're a gaming yeah, gaming only. That's okay. where the fame came from. Good, good, good. Alright. Um, otherwise that's the only reason, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, John Bernthal at Ubisoft, you know. Um but he's not a voice actor, so that would be fucking wrong. <laughs> oh. Has this person made a game that I hate <laughs> yes <laughs> okay <laughs> question 12 is it Hideo Kojima <laughs> yes <laughs> 12 <laughs> 12 <laughs> yes oh my god uh. Has this person made a game I hate? Ah, oh, fuck, he's got it. 
Yes! Hideo! Yeah. Yeah, really good. Well done. Cheers, mate. Actually, that, yeah, like I said, as soon as you got to, like, question uh, five, I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be shorter. This is definitely going to be shorter. He's <laughs> <laughs> going down he's going down quite a direct line of questioning. <laughs> well, you sort of... You kept cutting off all the lines. Like, I was thinking, Nintendo, it's obviously Reggie. No, okay. What about Phil Spencer? Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, no, but I start to think, like... What's the guy called who runs Ubisoft? I think it's like Eve yeah. Levine. But like, I, yeah. uh, I don't know. It's Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima should have been question one, really, shouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Did he make Death Stranding? Should have been your first question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> Because wow. this is it, it says, is he a video game character? And I felt like going, oh, wait, uh, yeah, technically he's made cameo in That's pretty true. much all of his recent games. That's true, actually. Um, <clears throat> but I wouldn't count him as a, a, a character, because you can't, well, actually, you can in, you can play as him in, jeez, no. Metal Gear 5, yeah, you can play as him. Oh, I never tried, but yeah, I guess you will, because you can play as any of your soldiers yeah. and you can recruit yeah. them, so... Wow, oh, there you go. That might have tripped me up, but I appreciate it. Dave. That's why I thought I wouldn't. I didn't want to go mean because if I said yes, it's a video game character, you wouldn't probably ask like what game they're from, and I would have been like, ah, oh, this is yeah, this is harsh. Well, but then so yeah, I might have got there eventually. Depending on the other, you don't know. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Twelve. So what should we? Is that a point to me? Yeah, for best thing you at twenty questions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've got an idea for next game. Okay. Uh, well, you can start off the second round if you want next week. So yeah. So yeah, we will. Uh, we'll keep score, and uh, no doubt forget. But uh, <laughs> 100%. at the minute, you're winning. Yes. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to my next round. All right. So am I. But for now, Dave, let's go to the news. For now, yeah. Congratulations. Let's oh, go to the news. Thank Um, it's, it's Yorkshire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that a flavour? Uh, I'm not a big tea guy. I like an iced tea. It's just normal tea. It's just a normal brew. I, I have uh, no idea what that even means, mate. What do you mean? What do you drink? I drink, like, Ribena, because I'm a four-year-old. <laughs> I drink, like... I've got some Vimto <laughs> in the cupboard. <laughs> I drink fizzy that? drinks, because I'm a fucking... Bellend, that's what I drink. My mum, my mum the other day was like, I bought you something special, Gareth. And I was like, oh yeah. And she's like, bought you some Sunny Delight. And part oh, of me was like, oh, mum, I'm 31 years old. And the other part of me, way louder, was like, like fucking get in. Fucking like, yes. Sunny D. Fuck yes, Sunny D. <laughs> oh God, I need to sort myself out, Dave. But now's not the time. Um, now's the time for news. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. New story number one. Um, Plague Inc. has been removed from the iOS app store in China. Oh, fuck it. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is this because... I'm just going to guess. I've never heard this. Is it because too many people are creating a coronavirus and it's winning? 
Yes. <laughs> oh my god. So, for people that don't know, uh, Plague Inc. is a game where you create a virus of some kind and you try to infect the whole world. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty good game. I played it years ago. Um, yeah, it is pretty good and pretty challenging, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it co- very recently uh, rose in popularity in China quite a lot, uh, becoming the most played app over there. Um, to which the Chinese government said, no, no, this is now illegal. Um, so we got took off the iOS app store. Um, Endemic Creations, uh, which is the studio that made it, had this to say, I'll quote them verbatim, we have some very sad news to share with our China-based players. We've just been informed that Plague Inc. includes content that is illegal in China, as determined by the Cyberspace Administration of China. And has been removed from the China App Store. This situation is completely out of our control. Holy shit, Dave. <laughs> Fucking hell. What? There's a cyber security section of the Chinese government and they're just like, this is super illegal. What do you mean it's illegal? What's illegal about it? Uh, you're encouraging the spread of a virus. As if someone has made the coronavirus. As if it's not a, a, a natural occurring thing. This is oh, this is fucking hilarious. It's great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, not for China, but yeah, for obviously us. Not, but you know, <laughs> it just, it just, it just kind of it reads as a massive overreaction, doesn't it? Let's be honest. Oh yeah, big time. But China is <laughs> all about game. PR and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. An I an iOS game that came out in what twenty twelve, I think. That's a good point. We did go, didn't it? Out. Uh, I was playing. Yeah, I was playing it in at least 2012. Yeah, it is. Initial release date was May 2012. There you go. Fucking hell. Eight years. Eight years, and they're just like, no, no. Fucking Africa didn't ban it because of Ebola. Well, that's true, but they also don't have a cyberspace administration division. <laughs> that is so true. Does it? Does does the UK? Hang on. UK cyberspace, cyberspace uh, administration of China. They were called. I imagine we have some similar, but probably not quite yeah, as clandestine. Yeah, uh, hang on. Yeah, it is. It's called the National Cyber Security Center. Doesn't doesn't sound as uh, as as futuristic. It I sounds don't... a lot more governmental. See, the thing is, the China one isn't anything to do with security. It's cyberspace administration. So it's just like. It's this like, isn't yeah, good like, for us. This isn't good for us. Yeah, this, yeah, exactly. It's like literally a, a, a something like a governing body. An administration is like a, a group of people who sit around and just monitor cyberspace. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very strange. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just looking, just looking at cyberspace, mate. That's what I'm doing. Just, just waiting for something to come up. It's plague Inc. No, fuck it. It's illegal <laughs> content for our Chinese viewers. Harmful. Well, Plague Inc.'s good. You should play Plague Inc. Mm. It's one of those apps that I assume everyone's played, but I guess not. Not in China. Yeah, I guess not, exactly. Not in Chinese transport, guarantee that. <laughs> uh, next news story here. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn's PC release now appears inevitable as Amazon France had a listing that was quickly taken down for the game on PC. Uh, oh. This is cool to me because... Horizon Zero Dawn is one of those games that, since I got the PS4 and the PS4 exclusives, which I've still not played a lot of, 
It's like, yeah, that's the mine. one where I'm always mine like... I'm now collecting dust. I'm always like, but, yeah. I should I get Horizon Zero Dawn? It's like going up for sale on this certain website right now, and I'm always like, no. I don't know why. So, maybe I'll get it's it on It's a big PC. old commitment. That's why I've kind of turned it off. But then again... Yeah, it's the same for most of the games that I want to play. I'm just like, yeah, these are really good, like Shadow of the Colossus. I'm just like, I can't wait to play this, and it's a massive, like, 40-hour game. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what about Spider-Man? That's, like, 100 hours plus. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, what about Horizon Zero Dawn? Again, <laughs> about 100 hours plus. Like, you don't have time to commit to this, man. Um, but I'll get around to them. I've, you know, I'm looking forward to playing it. And, yeah, like I said, raging reviews. I think it's still one of Rob's favourite games ever. It, it's going to look incredible on PC, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely outstanding. For sure. I guess it's good. The problem with me is it came out around the same time as Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And Breath of the Wild just made that game look silly by comparison. Because it's Zelda, obviously. <laughs> you could climb up any wall in Zelda, Dave. It was so good. You just climb walls yeah. like Spider-Man. This that, is that's it. Like, the I real generally... Spider-Man game. But this is it, like, I generally forget that Nintendo games exist, and then when people remind me of them, I sit and just go, why haven't, oh yeah, that's why, that's why I haven't played it, because I don't own the console. And then I just go back to pretending it doesn't exist again. Like, you know, that's literally like my coping mechanism. Mate, Animal Crossing, March 20th. Yeah, mate. Well pumped for that. I'm generally buzzed to, you know, oh, buy into the Raccoon Mafia, and uh, yeah owe them about seven trillion acorns or whatever it is bells yeah there we go well now dave thanks to you i know that if i want a new kitchen in that game all i have to do is borrow from the equity of the house uh, yeah so this and, uh, is it just get myself a new kitchen it's fucking no easy. genuinely like animal crossing does like teach you how to mortgage and it used to scare the shit out of me like how accurate it was like you know you didn't realize it when you were younger because we we played it on me and michael younger brother played it on GameCube? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And yeah, when you just go to buy the house, you just like, oh, I've got to save up for these, uh, I've got to save up all these acorns for this house. And then Nook comes along and he goes, no, I'll build you a house and I'll loan you the money. And you, But you have to pay me back X amount of acorns a month. And you sit there and go, oh, okay then. And then my mum's just like, did you just get a mortgage from a raccoon? And then we were just <laughs> like, what? What are you on about? And then, yeah, we did. We just got a fucking mortgage from a raccoon. And if you want an extension, you have to have paid off X amount of your mortgage to get the extension. And you're just like, this this works literally like real, real world mortgaging. Well, look at you now. <laughs> so, yeah. And look a at me now. I've got a house yeah. and a new, and I'm, and I'm going to get a new bathroom. Look at me. Wow. Amazing. And also, Death Stranding's coming to PC in June. No one cares. Okay, moving on. Yeah. And I'm just going to sweep over that. It's shit. Next. <laughs> Uh, the BAFTAs for 2020, their nominations have been announced. Um, I'm going to read them out in a sequential order, uh, each entry following the last one after the other. Right. You might right, so, a, a short word for that might be list. I don't know. Um, I, don't, I I I think people use that term uh, too quickly. Yeah. Honestly, you know, it's only. It's only a group of like, uh, what's the name, uh, content, mm-hmm. or, you know, like uh, genres in sequential order uh, when it comes to some sort of war ceremony. Um, I wouldn't call that a list. 
And, you know, it's just a bunch of similar thoughts, one after the other, all exactly. sharing a predetermined theme. Exactly. If you want to call That's that a, a list, summary. I can't. I can't shoot you in the face for it, but I would <laughs> exactly. if I could. <laughs> it's a sequential summary of an award ceremony <laughs> where they have pre-selected a group of games with similar content. Exactly. I'm, I'm glad you get it, Dave. Exactly. I get it, obviously. The list. Fucking some people. Anyway. Uh, EE Mobile Game of the Year, as voted for by the public. So, you know, keep in touch I with love, the I'm... people on the street with this category. I love how, like, you know, and and it is offensive when I say it because it's the only, like, euphemism that you can really use. But it's such an Americanization, isn't it, to have an award sponsored by a mm. company. Yeah. You know? It's like, remember when, like, you know, and then those companies just go bankrupt. So, like, you know, it's like a fucking, like, a Walrus Award now is now worthless. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Sponsored by TK Maxx. Yeah, no one cares. Like, you know, who fucking cares? <laughs> the EE People's Choice Award. Mate, when they start doing the Game Central podcast People's Choice Awards three years from now, you won't be laughing. But, but be yeah, rolling but that would something. in money. Exactly. Uh, okay, Mobile Game of the Year. Here are your nominees. Uh, what the Golf, Tangle Tower... Pokemon Go, Fuck off. Dead Man's Phone, Call of Duty Mobile, and Assemble with Care. I'm sorry to say these are all mobile games, aren't they? Yes, every mm. single one of them. All Dead mobile. Man's Phone sounds kind of interesting. Mm. I can imagine that being cool. I've I've seen What the Golf. That's quite funny. Yeah, I've uh, seen uh, little bits of that. It is available on PC, but I think it's like a bit of a rip-off in terms of price on PC. Yeah. A lot of people, like, you know, this is like a £3 mobile game, which they're charging 20 quid for on PC. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Uh, award for Technical Achievement. Here are your nominees. A Plague Tale, Innocence. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Control. Death Stranding. Yeah. Metro Exodus. And Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Nice. Got a favourite in those, Dave? Uh, probably Control. Played none of them. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go off the back of what you've said. Okay, uh, control will be my choice. It's also the only one. No, I've actually played Sekiro. Sekiro shouldn't be on that list. Sekiro is a, <laughs> is a fucking traditional ass from software game. It's not like it's very not like it broke great in any ground. way. Yeah, it's just yeah. that again, but faster. I don't know. Uh, I could see Death Stranding winning that, unfortunately, because it's technical. You know, you can't give it any of the ones that actually mean it's a good game. But you can give them, like, oh, technically, there's a lot technically, of stuff. Technically, it looks amazing. But, of course, when the game is 95% looking at scenery, <laughs> you need to make it look fucking amazing. Like, yep. you know, if it was just a whitewash of just blurred watercolour, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, people wouldn't wouldn't play the game. Uh, but it seems to be the only pro that anyone says about Death Stranding. Yeah. So yeah, but the weather effects and it just looks amazing. Yeah, but what does it feel like to play the game? Oh, gameplay. Yeah, you know that thing. What you buy a game for? Because I don't necessarily buy a game to look at it. I buy a picture to look at it. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily buy a game to look at it. It's great when it looks good, 
but the gameplay and the inclusion is what I would get from that. Yeah, but you know, it's a Hideo Kojima story. No, fuck off. I bought two anyway. Easter eggs today. Oh, I want Easter eggs. I don't know why I brought that up. I just feel guilty about it. I don't need two yeah, Easter eggs. Say, has, that been burning, has, has that been burning a hole in your conscience? It was 75p, and I just bought it. What and then I bought another they? one. Uh, I've got them right here. Got ones. Let me grab a minute. So this this one is a mini eggs one. Um, and oh, this one fair, is a Cadbury egg. buttons one. And they're both Cadbury eggs. They? Uh, they're the small ones, but I mean, you know. Easter they're like chocolate. small hand size eggs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, see. And how much were they? 75p. Yeah, see, I would have done that. I would have probably bought five. There were cream eggs ones as well that come with a cream egg in them, and I was like, <sighs> but I didn't. Anyway, I just felt guilty about that. Uh, well, that does remind me. We do need cream eggs. Need? <laughs> need. I haven't had a cream egg since last Easter. Like, wow. This is like the season for me to gorge cream eggs. You need in your fridge, instead of regular eggs, in like the egg holder... Just cream eggs. Oh, yes. Just cream eggs. Yes. Wife will be pissed off when she wants to make a Saturday omelette, though. But she, if she makes it for you, then it's win-win. Give me the shell. <laughs> Give me the shell. <laughs> Smash it in. It's just a chocolate pudding. <laughs> anyway, back to back to the sequential order of like content. Okay. I've been, I was putting this one off, which is why I mentioned the eggs, because it's a lot of names, and I'm going to mispronounce oh. them and offend somebody. Uh, so, best performer in a supporting role... Here we go. Okay, so can you as... just say that guy from this game and this guy, or is that more offensive? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is more offensive. offensive. Yeah, it's probably it. more okay. offensive. So as Karen Reynolds from Life is Strange Two, Jolene Anderson, that's an easy one. Uh, as Higgs in Death Stranding, Troy Baker, love Troy Baker. He's a great voice actor. As mm-hmm. Cassidy in Life is Strange Two, two maybe that game's better than I thought. If it's got. Some good performances, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. All the chapters, are they out now? Because I haven't... I would think they'd have to be to be um, nominated, right? Surely. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Oh, yeah. uh, Sarah Bartholomew is the name of the voice actor, the other voice actor in Life of String 2. For casting, yep. Yeah. As Fliss in the Dark Pictures Anthology Man of Medan, it's... Aisha oh, Issa. What? The Man of Medan is yeah. fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Actually, is that the game that I fucking think it is? It's that made is the, by the Until the movie, Dawn people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man of Medan, Fliss. Right, hang on a minute. I need to see her. Actually, yeah, to be fair, that her performance is great. Okay. But, the, but it is a fucking shit game. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with it? Mate, I've watched it. And it's <laughs> so fucking boring. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll take your word for anyway, it, Dave. Thank you. Uh, thank as you, Fragile in Death Stranding, it's Leia Sedu. Sedu? There's an accent over the E in Leia, so I assume it's like Leia, maybe. And then it's S E Y D O U X. S-E-Y-D-O-U-X. Seydoux is my assumption. 
Yeah, it is lighter to do. Okay, well, that's what I said first time. I got it right first time. Yeah, it is. So nobody it can is. be offended. Don't cancel me. Um, and then finally, as Artie the janitor in control, it's Marty Sw- Swosolo Suosalo. Right, S- spell it. M A R T T I. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, Suosalo. Oh wow! Yeah, it's Finnish. Of course it is. Swosolo. I'm going to say it's Swosolo. It's all. Oh, well, it might be Swosolo. Yeah. Yeah, he's very good. That game, he's in that quite a lot, and he's very good in it. Very good at it. Okay, we got through it. Oh, fuck. Next one is More Performer names. in a Leading Role. Oh, these games don't... Games. These names don't look too bad. Okay. So we've got, as Kate Diaz in Gears of War 5, Laura Bailey. I think that's a good shout. She's very yeah. solid in that game. Uh, Courtney Hope as Jesse Faden in Control, the main character. Also very good. Um, David in a game called Telling Lies uh, is Logan Marshall Green. I actually recognise that name. Why do I recognise that name? Logan. And then Marshall Marshall Green has a hyphen. Yeah, Logan Marshall Green was in Spider Man Homecoming. What? Oh, yeah, you would recognise him. You would 100% recognise him. Oh, yeah, I do. I'm looking at him right now. Who was he in? He's Spider-Man the one that looks like Tom Hardy. Yeah, so but isn't. isn't. Tom yeah. Hardy. yeah. <laughs> Who is he in Spider-Man Homecoming? That's what I just looked at. I just went, what? When? Oh, he was Shocker. Right, okay. With it. I am with it now, Dave. Oh, yes, he is Shocker. Yes, he is. Okay, cool. All right. I hope he wins. No, I don't, because I don't know. What... Wait, <laughs> that guy's in a game called Telling Lies. I've never even heard of it. Is it a game where you um, uh, tell lies? Wow, you really have been slamming those Sherlock Holmes games, haven't you? <laughs> right. Oh, it's one of those um, like true-to-life video games. Oh, great. They're always the most fun. All right. <laughs> That's... You know, like, um, oh, what is it? The the mobile one where the the mobile phone becomes haunted. What? So it's like... I can't remember what it's called. Loads of YouTubers have been playing it. Don't hurt my mobile phone. It's already got enough. No, but it, like, yeah, the already. phone starts doing weird things because it is a like it's like a phone game. Okay. And everyone's like, oh yeah, well you you know they all say the same thing like, oh yeah, according to this, like your phone gets haunted, uh, but it's obviously part of the game, so it's not really believable. But then you get so engulfed in the game that you forget, and then your phone starts doing weird shit, and you're just like, oh my god. And then you kind of, only when it happens, you get that realisation where you're just like, oh no, it is part of the game. I'm such a fucking idiot. Okay. And yeah. You start receiving dick pics from like random... Yeah, exactly. Okay. So That's... Gareth Williams sent you a dick pic and everyone gets excited. Everybody. My mum, you, everybody. <laughs> my mum, uh... you, my <laughs> nan, you... <laughs> Okay, as Sean Diaz in Life is Strange 2, Gonzalo Martin, as Captain Price in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Barry Sloan. Huh. I thought there was no single player in that this year. Have I got that wrong? Yeah, I think there is, because everyone cried about it. Black Ops 4 had no single player, right? Yeah, that was it, yeah. Right, okay. 
And my apologies. And then finally, Norman Reedus in Death Stranding as the main character. Barely known. Who's this Norman Reedus? What? Uh, he's in a game... A uh, game. A TV show called The Walking Dead. It's like a walk-in show. Oh, yeah. Um, but set in, yeah. It just happens to be set in a zombie apocalypse. It's like... Yeah, yeah. It's this... It's actually a travel show, but it just happens to be set in a in a zombie apocalypse. So you know what Dave? they just do like a walking tour of America, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they sometimes lose lose one of their uh, fellow fellow walkers to the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> People cry as they shoot each other in the face. Walking Dead is actually good. I don't care who knows it. That show's been good for years now. And everyone's still like, oh, I start watching it in season two. <laughs> Fuck you, it's Mate, good. I've, I've fucking got it all. I've literally, I haven't watched a single episode and I think I own season one to six on DVD. And I haven't even put it in. I'm just, it's just, it's just embarrassing if I'm honest. I, I just, I, I can't do anything but apologise for my own actions. Season one is like six episodes and it's just a great little mini-series. After that, it gets a little bit... But I still think it's... And the past two years have been great for that show. Anyway, Mm. enough about how wrong I am. Um, (laughs) Best original property goes to... Babbit is You, Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, Outer Wilds, and Untitled Goose Game. Nice. Untitled Goose Game is winning that. That's a good list. I, I would, I think I would rather see Control win that, because in mm. terms of like a property, Control has mm. the most potential to like have sequels, go on to make other things. Whereas, yeah. Untitled Goose Game is done. You see, it's, it's a good one off. But let's be honest, I think it's the same for like Goat Simulator. Like they tried to, they hit something quite funny, and quite good with goat simulator in the like it's like the tony hawk's pro skater engine isn't it like, yeah know? i know what you mean yeah. that's it's that sort of graphics and they sit there and go yeah they kind of had fun with it it was a cheap game that they made and they made quite a bit of money from it and so so be it and then it was just like pigeon simulator and <laughs> you know giraffe simulator and they're it's made by the same fucking company you sit there's going no you can't you're fucking a dead horse now stop so yeah, if it's like Untitled Goose Game Two, it would just be more of the same stuff. Yeah, so exactly. They might be able to get away with some DLC, or they might be able to get away with a sequel. But um, as long as they know what they've got and they don't try and flog it, I think it'd be kind of cool if they did, like a Canada Goose and it was set in a different place. Mm. So like what I mean. Like there's like there's probably scope for like maybe like I said a DLC or <gasps> multiplayer. Oh, fucking multiplayer would be fantastic. Oh, See, that's what fuck. One of you can be Canada Goose and you're really big and one of you can be like a little mallard and you're <laughs> smaller and faster but you can't reach as yeah. high. So the, like, the goose has got to pass you down things from a high shelf and then you got to right. get through a small because you're small. Yes. Oh my God, I've just made a b- well-made game in my head. Hire yes. me. <laughs> fuck yes. Okay, right. And well, you can have different puzzles and everything. It'd be oh, well good. It'd be fucking mint. And it can have the split screen zone, uh, similar to that of like the Lego games, where yes. the screen comes together when you're in close proximity, but then splits when you're further apart. That's so cool. 
Oh man. That's all I can think about. I need right. to purge my that brain. Let me look at this Easter egg for five seconds. Oh, because that oh, doesn't yeah. happen. Okay. I just honestly don't know my how. My happiness is gone. Um, right. <laughs> You're Best... looking at it and say, oh, I'm going to eat you after this podcast, and I'm I know dis- I'm going to do I'm that. I'm pre-disappointed so in myself. Upset. Yeah, I'm so disappointed that I'm going to eat you. But I'm going to enjoy it, and I think that's what makes me more disappointed. <laughs> uh, best narrative. So here are your nominations. Star Wars, Jedi, The Fallen Order, The Outer yeah, Worlds, what? Outer Wilds, that's not confusing at all, Life is Strange 2, Episodes 2 to 5 only. Uh, okay. Just... Disco Elysium and Control. Those are your nominees. The first and last chapter are shit, but two to five are great. <laughs> That's really weird. I think it did actually say that for the voice actors, but I just assumed maybe they weren't in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. it did. But uh, oh, That's hilarious. Huh. Maybe we should only play episodes two to five of that and ignore the first one. Yeah, obviously the, obviously the first one is obviously shit. Sounds like there's so. no good voice actors and no good narrative in it to me. That's yeah. what it sounds like. Um, best music category I'm very interested in. Um, yeah. Nominees are Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, Outer Wilds, Watam, and The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Nice. Which is interesting. I may have to look that up. This might be this week's music segment because I didn't realise... Link's Awakening had like a unique soundtrack. I assumed it would just be like the other Zelda ones, you know. Maybe there's something different about it. Ooh, I'm excited now, Dave. Ooh. Not as excited as our amazing follow-up to Untitled Goose Game, which we just created. Which oh, is yeah, going to be I'm Game of the Year ten years in a row. Game of the Year. Yeah, 100%. Everyone, everyone's going like, to just fucking lose their shit over it. Do you know what as well, Dave? Oh, my God. We'd make so much money. You could release like DLC where you can play as like a peacock. Or like a seagull. Yes. Oh, how annoying would you be as a seagull? You can fly, you can dive bomb things to like grab chips out of someone's hands. So arms. annoying. Exactly. Oh my god! Right, we have to stop because the the police are going to break into this house and be like, "Your ideas are too good." Yeah, your ideas are too good. Back away. <laughs> Back away from Dave. Don't yeah, tell exactly. him any more ideas. Back away. He's stop sensible enough and has enough going on in his life that he might be able to make things happen. Whereas you've got no chance, Gary. Okay. Go back into your little hole. <laughs> uh, best multiplayer. So your nominees are Tom Clancy's The Division 2, TikTok A Tale for Two, what? never heard of it, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Borderlands 3, and Apex Legends. Nice. <laughs> kind of a weak list compared to other years, I think, because last year, yeah. or the years before, was like all the Battle Royale stuff, so it felt like multiplayer was sort of back in a weird way. Yeah. I guess Apex Legends is kind of that still going on, but what's TikTok a tale for two, Mr. Google? Oh, yeah, this is it. I need to search that, don't I? TikTok tale... Oh, God. (laughs) How's that not come up in... I I searched tale, and it says TikTok, the tale of your mum. What? what? <laughs> yeah, literally, that was like the first thing that came out when I searched TikTok tail. And I went, uh, right, uh, it's a two player co op adventure game that is all about communicating. Communication. Players have to unravel a narrative together, talk to each other about what they are doing and what they see in order to solve puzzles. Okay. 
Oh, it's played over two devices, so it's got nothing to do with the actual app. What? That's probably why. So TikTok is not spelt like, you know, the app. No, no, TikTok. it's not. No, yeah. I sorry. <laughs> I'm not young enough to know that TikTok is a yeah. thing. <clears throat> I'm aware of its existence. Oh, right, so you play it on like a tablet or a phone and a PC. Okay. And the phone and tablet, so you've got to be in close proximity to each other, or at least talking to each other. To figure out the puzzle. That sounds alright. That's quite good. Yeah, it's quite cool. You could have the wife like downstairs and you could like yeah. shout up downstairs to each other. Yeah, shout abuse at her. It's fine. Yeah, don't have her in the room though, because you yeah, know have that fit. would mean she'd have to be out of the kitchen, Dave, which as we both know. No, nah, I'm not sexist. As we both know, exactly. <laughs> That's where she's most proficient. Oh I mean she she did bring you a tea earlier. She did bring me a tea. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, game design. So here we are, nominees for best game design. Ugh. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Watam, Outer Wilds, Disco Elysium, Control, and Baba Is You. Hmm. Outer Wilds. Is Outer Wilds. Yeah, Outer Wilds is not the RPG one. Okay. Yeah. I think Baba Is You maybe wins that. From what I've seen, that seems like the most ingenious yeah. game design of all of those choices. Hmm. I mean, I love Control, but I don't think it... In terms of game design? One, yeah, I don't think it wins that one. Only just, though. Outer Wilds is incredibly impressive as well. Have you played Outer Wilds? Not yet. I haven't okay. got around to it. Fair play. Don't rush to it, but it's... Uh, that's yeah, I'm definitely going to play it before it comes off Game Pass because, um, yeah, I it's, can guarantee that. It's, it's on Game Pass. Yeah. Well, fuck. There you go. No reason not to. Okay, Game Beyond Entertainment. Uh, every <laughs> Death year. Stranding. I have... It's got to be Beyond Entertainment. <laughs> I have known what this category means less each year it's come up. Yeah, what, what does that even mean? It could mean anything. Beyond entertainment. <laughs> this one's this one's not entertaining, but it's a game. I think that's what it means. Because your nominees are Death Stranding, <laughs> uh, Civilization that's Six, Gathering Storm, Kind oh, Words, uh, which in uh, brackets says Lo-Fi Chill Beats to Write to, and the people's names are in the title of the game? What the fuck? Anyway, I don't know. Right. I'm, I'm butchered it. So it's called Kind Words, brackets, lo-fi, chill beats to write to, close brackets, Zebra Scott, Luigi Guattieri, and Clark Abood. <laughs> so Google that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Life is Strange 2, episodes 2 to 5. Again. Episodes two to five. Um, Question number one. It's shit. <laughs> Neo Cab. Okay. Neo Cab. And then Ring Fit Adventure. Oh, Ring Fit Adventure is like get fit while playing the game. So maybe that's what that yeah. Beyond Entertainment is talking about. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. It always makes me feel like I'm too stupid when I read that out. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, family Game. Uh, Watam, Vacation Simulator, Untitled Goose Game, 
Luigi's nice. Mansion 3, Knights and Bikes, and Concrete Genie. Mate, Luigi's Mansion wins it. Wow. Bold. I'm going to say that's bold. Yeah, wins it. Any category I- that Untitled Goose Game is in, I automatically think it's a shoe in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a straight win. <laughs> It's a straight win, yeah, so that our our mystical sequel gets made. Oh, our, our mystical sequel is already made in my head, mate. I'm already playing it mate. right now. Exactly, my mystical sequel is already made, and I'm going to question why it's not valuable to buy. Level buy 2 is a school playground. Imagine that. Imagine it, mate. It's all up here. I'm tapping my head. You probably, maybe I'll get close. To, there you go. It's all up here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. School playground, we annoy... Nursery kids. It's all up here, mate. It's all up here. That's what the people want. Quack at the kids. Uh-huh. One of the see the goose can go on one end of the seesaw, the lighter bird can go on the other, and the gooses will always weigh it down so you can use that to get mate, I'm a genius. Anyway, mate, best evolving are. game. <laughs> best evolving game. Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> the hype only. Uh, Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Final Fantasy Fourteen, Shadowbringers, Fortnite, No Man's Sky Beyond. And Path of Exile. Those so, games. best evolving game is best game that's that, that sold to its audience before finished. Yeah, more or less. Perfect. Yeah, just just double checking, but obviously they can't call it that because that's too negative. Yes. Best rip off at first purchase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this next this next category is a fucking tragedy. Okay, so best debut game, Manifold oh, Garden. Knights and Bikes, Katana Zero, Disco Elysium, Ape Out, and Death Stranding. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Technically, like... it's Kojima Productions' first game, Dave. It's a debut. Yeah, this is what I mean. It's a uh, debut. Fucking absolute Fuck scum. All these people work their arse off, and they're just like, yeah, we're in a debut category against Hideo fucking Kojima. Really? No one's ever heard of that fucking name before. Carry on. We're like two-thirds of the way through. (laughs) All right. Uh, British game. Best British game. Here we are nominees for British game. Total War, Three Kingdoms, Planet Zoo, uh, Observation, Knights and Bikes. That's come up a few times. Maybe I have to look Knights into Knights and Bikes. I'm, I'm, I might have to actually yeah, Google that. Carry on. Uh, Heaven's Vault and Dirt Rally 2.0, which sounds a bit like a pawn to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely. watched that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best game. Wow, this is like lower down than I thought it would be. Okay, I'm going to read that one last, even though it's like fourth one down for some reason. Um, best animation goes to either Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Control, Death Stranding, Luigi's Mansion 3, Sayonara Wild Hearts, or Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Why do they have such a hard-on for Sekiro when it's proper not good? I don't know, mate. Animation as well? Mate, they've got a hard on for Death Stranding. It's in about like nine of the categories yeah. for no fucking reason. That's fair. I get you that. Knights and Bikes looks interesting. Yeah, what? Well, describe it in 
18 uh, words or less. It's 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 difficult to describe. Wow. Uh, it's <laughs> it's kind of uh, how do I describe it? It's got a visual style which looks like uh, like a scrapbook visual style. Okay. Where, like, you know, like uh, do you know like, when the characters look like they're all made of felt? Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I think and so. then, um, it, yeah, it, uh, I'm trying to, like, get, get a grip of what the gameplay's like from screenshots, which is quite difficult. But it looks like it's a puzzle game, two player, co op. So that's quite interesting. Oh, yeah, it was nominated for family games, so I'm guessing it's not like blood and guts yeah. and shit. Okay. Well, yeah, it looks, it looks it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. Cool, cool. Okay. Uh, artistic achievement nominees are Concrete Genie, Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, Knights and Bikes, and Sayonara Wild Hearts. Hmm. Nice. Artistic achievement. I wonder what makes that what different that from earlier on. That's what I mean. What was the one so earlier? These are just meaningless. There was game design. Technical achievement. Artistic achievement. What's the difference? I don't know. I don't know, Dave. I just, just don't know don't anymore. Award ceremony is just so fucking pretentious. <sighs> okay. Second to last category audio achievement. Uh, your nominees are Ape Out, Call of Duty yeah. Modern Warfare, Standards, Control, Death Stranding. Star Wars, Jedi, Fallen Order, and Untitled Goose Game. I would just put it win Untitled Goose Game. There is no, there's no game that ever produced a honk <laughs> like Untitled Goose Game. Simple words. That's a pretty stacked category, actually, because Ape Out pretty is stacked. audibly incredible, um, and Control does really interesting stuff with sound, like the. The floating bodies that you see everywhere you go in the game are all spouting the same thing, and it always sounds really cool. I don't know. That's a tough oh, list. Cool. Okay. And of course, Apex Legends, you get a lot of silence in that game as the wind blows over the mountains, and everyone loves it, despite the fact that uh, you know it's got no content. Carry on. Yeah, it also <laughs> wasn't nominated. What are you talking about, Dave? Yeah, it was. You said Apex Legends. I didn't say. Uh, I meant Death Stranding. Okay, sorry. <laughs> They're very different. Why the fuck did I say Apex Legends? My brain is so weird. <laughs> Leave me alone. We have been recording this list for about thirty-five days. So. Yeah, all right. That's probably right. I've, I've, I've got to sleep. We are nearly done, though, Dave. And I think you'll be right, pleasantly though. surprised by some of this last category. <laughs> so, best yeah. game, the BAFTA okay. for best game. Nominees are Control. Yep. Disco Elysium. Nice. Luigi's nice. Mansion that's 3. Oh, that's really good. Outer Wilds. Nice. Sekiro. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay, then. Fair enough. And Untitled Goose Game. Way! Death Stranding's on the fucking best game list. Correct. Bang it. That's all I care about. <laughs> Why any of them can win, apart from Sekiro, because as we discussed, it's shit and our opinion is correct. It's true. Here we go. I would like for... Um, I'd like Control to win. I think Outer Wilds is one of those indie games that, like, 
everybody just wants to pile a bunch of awards on, but I feel like it it all it almost deserves it, but not quite. I don't know. Some yeah. in my mind is just holding it back for me. Just a little bit. Just a teensy tiny bit. But that could split the vote and then Untitled Goose Game just swoops in. Like the this mischievous one made, little yeah. goose that it is. And... Yeah. No, wow. yeah, that's pretty stacked as well. That's that's a that's a good game of the year. Um Yeah. I mean it's good. But I think as we discussed to the sort of end of last year, beginning of this year, the past 12 months have been a relatively weak year for yeah. games. But obviously when you take the top like six or seven, it's always going to look strong, you know? So, sure. Yeah, yeah, but overall... I think it means as well, like, uh, a good year in gaming depends on the release schedule as well. Like, all those games seem to have come out at the same time, or within like the same course of the year. And they sit there and go, right, so the three quarters of the year, there wasn't much. And then everything just fucking came out and just splurged onto the scene. Uh, and it's just like, there's your year's worth of gaming. And it's just like, oh, great. Could you, like, stack it a bit more? <laughs> it certainly like, you know. feels that way. I don't know if that's actually what happened. Yeah, it but feels it that feel way. That I doubt way, it yeah. is. Yeah, that's it. All right, let's move on. That was only the third news story day. <laughs> Jesus! Serious! Yeah. Yeah, we can. Right, here we go. We can go past we'll these. Fly through the rest. Yeah. Um, there's a new Samurai Jack game coming out. Uh, oh, cool! It's is Samurai Jack still on telly? No, the end of the C the series uh, three years ago. I own the season of uh, the whole series on Blu-ray, but I haven't looked at it in a while. It's oh, very not. good, though. Very, very good. If you haven't seen Samurai Jack, then you should endeavour to do so. The episode with the shinobi is one of the best things I've ever seen on a screen. It's genius. <laughs> All right, I'll give it a shout. That being said, I watched the trailer for this new Samurai Jack game and it looked about as generic as the trailer could, um, which is such a shame because that game, <clears throat> sorry, that TV show looks incredible. And yeah. of all the crazy looking games we have now, why would they make just a straight up third person action game in 3D? Like... So much interesting shit you could do. Oh, oh so is it just a bog standard? Yeah, it's just oh, a 3D oh. action game. It's not like got the cool flat animation style of Samurai Jack or anything. Like, it's but like in a in a time where we have that Dragon Ball Fighters game, which looks like yeah. a fucking TV show. Why yeah. can't we just have that for Samurai Jack as well? Like, we so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, well, they got to change it up. Why even bother yeah, making it if you're just going to make a generic hack and slash? Just like, yeah, like you said, generic Disney hack and slash game. That's what it looks like. Well, it's not Disney, so yeah, why have they done say. it? You know, yeah, but you know what I mean. You said, let's go, yeah, it looks like one of those old, old style Disney, like Hercules game. Where you just, yeah. The thing is, this article is saying, like, it's a <laughs> hack and slash RPG, and it's like, no, it's not. You just level up your abilities. That's not an RPG. I was going to say. Is RPG meaning that I get skill points and I put them into a tree? Yeah. Because if that's what your cat is RPG, then fucking sort of mistaken, mate. It's a low fucking bar. Yeah, low bar. Uh, this is one I threw in because I just found it kind of interesting. It also links up to the next story quite well. But um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe tops the French charts for its ninth week in a row. 
Um, this is the re-release of the Wii U Mario Kart that's on the that's Switch That's what I was right going to ask. Um, I guess the Switch is doing incredibly well in France because... Yeah, obviously. The, the top five selling... Yeah, the top five selling best games for last week were Mario Kart 8, Ring Fit Adventure, Luigi's Mansion 3, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Mario and Sonic at the Olympics Games Tokyo 2020. Wow. That's included every other system. That's not just the best-selling this, Nintendo this it, games. Yeah. Breath of the Wild's still on there. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> France has just discovered the Wii, and no, sorry, the Switch, and they're just losing their shit over it. That's... I mean, it's great, but it's like, what the fuck? I... I don't know. It kind of <laughs> yeah, it freaks feels... me out a bit. Yeah, that doesn't feel right. I know what you mean. It, it, it's kind of a bit shocking that you don't really believe it's true. No PS4 games on there. Really? Not even like no. Red Dead Redemption 2 or Grand Theft Auto no. 5, which seem to just always be there or thereabouts nowadays. No, no yeah, Call of Duty. No fucking The Sims. It's just Mario Kart 8 <laughs> and then four other Nintendo games. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's meant Not to. even The Fucking Sims, man. Not even The Sims. Ugh. So, Dave, do you remember a few weeks ago, one of the news stories was, like, how much money Nintendo's mobile games have made? Yes. Can't forget it. One well, of those... passed the billion mark, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Uh, one of those games, Mario Kart Tour, um, yep. which you and I were both like, how has that made fucking money? What the fuck? Yeah. Here's a new story which blew my mind. Um... I'm just going to read this headline to you and just see if you react the same way I did. Mario Kart Tour will finally receive multiplayer on the 8th of March. What the fuck? That game didn't have multiplayer. What do you mean finally? Yeah, this is it. What do you mean finally received? I thought that was the whole fucking point of the game. It's Mario Kart. Why? I assumed it was like a multiplayer. You play against people on their phones as well type thing. No, it's never been that. It's always been single player until now. What the fuck? Why then are people sp- why are people spending money on a single they player game? So much money on it, Dave. <laughs> so much money on a single player because I like you just said you're about to say is that you know the the attraction of Fortnite, for example, is because it's a multiplayer game, and that's this is why people like drink or spend money into it because because they've got people to compete against. Yeah, they're, they're they're smashing money into a game where they're competing against AI characters. Yeah. And it's, now, multiplayer is going to become available. It's been what out for like six months. <laughs> Some multiplayer oh game. Oh my god! Uh, so many people just sunk their fucking wage into that game. I, oh, I thought disgusting. that headline must have been like from October, and I accidentally yeah, yeah. somehow like dug it up. But no, it's getting multiplayer at the end of this week. It. Uh, God damn. Right, okay. What the fuck are people doing? What are you doing? I don't know, Dave. But oh God, it needs to stop. This it is why we should just have everyone be dogs instead of people. There we go. Dogs are better than people. We've already dogs established this. People. We've established this. And now we've just confirmed it. <laughs> uh, Riot Games, the makers of League of Legends, have uh, yep. announced Valorant, which is their 5v5 uh, sort of Overwatch-style game. Yeah, uh, there's some gameplay out. It looks kind of cool. It's like um, it's much more Counter Strike than Overwatch. So it's like you know you shoot somebody like twice and they're fucking dead. 
but you still have the yeah. abilities of Overwatch. It has a nice art style. It's sort of halfway in between Overwatch and Counter-Strike, where it's realistic, and then there'll be like an area where you're like, oh, it's a little bit more whimsical than something yeah. that's taking itself too seriously. Um, but the gunplay looks solid. The abilities don't look too overpowered. They look pretty fun. Uh, I think I'll be dog shit at it, but it's going to be free to play. Um, so might as well try it. Yeah, and something that they're saying is like a big thing they're making an effort to do is like very precise hit registration. Like they're okay. putting a lot of money into their servers to make sure that there's no like lag or. I, th- I want to yeah, say it's because like in these design. sorts of games, it is it does come down to one bullet sometimes, doesn't it? So yeah, yeah. I I get why they're paying so much attention to it. Yeah, giving it like dedicated servers and all this stuff. So uh, it looks cool. This is the kind of thing yeah. where. When they first announced it, people were like, whatever. Whatever. And then you see it in action, you're like, oh, no, they're actually... They're coming for they're you, Overwatch. Trying. They're up your ass. Yeah. You best fucking watch it. <laughs> Overwatch, yeah. It's like all those, you know, competitors or all those uh, champions. Like, they sit on top of the tree and they just think no one can touch them. And then, yeah, they suddenly just get smashed from the podium. Yeah, it's like the most famous one of those. Well, not famous, but the most memorable one is probably Fortnite, right? Here's PUBG. Yeah. We're a battle royale. No game has ever been like us before. And then Fortnite's like, eh, we're going to do our own one. And everyone's like, fuck off. No one even gives a shit about no Fortnite. No one fucking cares. Fucking it's a fucking build your own sh- base game. Get that fuck yeah, out. Yeah, build your own battle royale. No one gives a shit. And then and all then, of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> Fortnite is what it is today, which is everywhere. I remember actually discussing that on this podcast, just to say, do you reckon it will happen? And we actually even said on the podcast, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not nice it's to like, be right. Yeah. yeah, it's not nice to be right sometimes. Um, Borderlands 3 is going to finally come to Steam on the 13th of March. Nice. They had a six-month exclusivity on the Epic Store, which is running out. Um, I think... People should look into getting that game. I know a lot of people were talking about, like, I'm going to wait for it comes to Steam to play it, even if I have to wait the six months. I think if people have genuinely done that, they probably have forgotten all about the game by now, because games come out, like, every fucking day. But um, if that was you, Borderlands 3, really fucking good. Plays incredibly well, and it was, like, really rough at launch, like, buggy and stuff. They've been releasing hotfixes for that game every single week without fail. They've been releasing free updates and patches and uh, free content for people who are still playing the game. Um, like It's one of the best supported games I can remember ever playing. Literally every week they do a new hotfix which like rebalances weapons and stuff and they're paying attention to the community. It's like It's a really good game to be a part of while it's still in the release window. Because it's gradually yeah. changing and they're adding stuff and playing around with it. So it's like every week it feels yeah. different enough that it's, it's like, oh, Borderlands 3. It's currently, it's currently 30 quid on the Xbox store. I think. Ah, okay. Uh, with games, with the gold deals, I think it is. Because mm-hmm. Michael messaged me today just saying, Borderlands 3 is 30 quid, question mark. And I was just like, oh, do we get it? But I reckon we will. So yeah, I would recommend the um, season pass as well. That first DLC was really good, and they've just announced the second DLC, which is going to be the wedding of two of the characters that you meet during the game. Um, nice, brand new planet, brand new enemies, brand new loot. 
So, like, I mean, the first one, um, I don't know if you remember me reviewing it a few weeks ago. Um, very fucking yeah. good as well. That was like a whole brand new massive area as well with. Yeah, you said you weren't expecting it to be so fucking huge. Yeah. And they're just knocking it out of the park. And um, it's one of those games. A lot of people shit on it when it first came out because of like the writing or whatever. But then if you're yeah. one of the people who stuck with it, you've been so rewarded by the people who made that game that it's like Thank you. I think a lot of the um I think a lot of the criticisms that I've read about the game are, are kinda just like it feels like people missed the point. Mm. It was like, oh, the main characters or the, the villains are so fucking annoying. And it just puts a down on the game. And then you see that's going, isn't that the point, though? Like, always in Borderlands, the the villain has been so fucking annoying that you want to do nothing but kill the person. <laughs> okay. Handsome Jack was beyond the most annoying creature ever until you destroyed him. Man, they um, they so regret killing off Handsome Jack, though. Spoilers for Borderlands oh, 2, which is 10 years yeah. old. But, like... They put him in the game as often as they can. Like, they clearly just want him to pop up again. Yeah. And I wish they could, but he's, like, really fucking dead. He's so dead. We proper killed him. <laughs> he like, fucking you know. died. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. He was well dead. <laughs> I hope they just um, fucking bring him back. I don't give a shit. They'll, they'll do it anyway, because he's so good. And they... There's so much more Handsome Jack... In Borderlands 3, then you would expect from a dead man, is how I'll, <laughs> how I'll say it. Uh, anyway, that, that's enough me. Yeah, it's so worth it. Thing. Worth a purchase. Yeah, and the PC version is very good. I own both the PS4 and PC version because I bought the game twice because I love it and I'm a whore. Um, yeah. And my whorish nature should be rewarded. Um, uh, final news story. Find this game and play with me. Yeah. Final news story, Dave. Be glad to know. Yep. Uh, probably not relevant for you and I because we already did the thing where we bought the PS4 and bought the sort of essential games with it. But the yeah. next load of uh, PlayStation Plus titles are revealed, and one of them is Shadow of the Colossus. Nice. Which is going to be free for PlayStation Plus members. Which, oh god, fucking that burp was horrible. Which, I mean, if you're a PlayStation Plus member and you've not played Shadow of the Colossus, you couldn't ask for a better game for them to give you for free, right? Yeah, surely. Exactly. So, I just thought it was worth highlighting that. And also, is this a game we should both play at the same time, Dave? I have played it, but I've never... I got probably like halfway through it eight it years ago. Is. I'm currently staring at it. It's right next to my PlayStation, as if to say, these are the games I need to play next. Um, so, yeah. I definitely Because we, we did the Half-Life 2 thing, and I enjoyed that. It gave me something to do. Starters. You do realise that I'm not going to be able to complete it anywhere near as quick as you can, so this ah, might be like true. a month project. Okay. 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 Does that make sense? So, yes, sure. we could play it side by side, but I do want to get, you know, even if it's like a week by week update, I'm still happy to do that. But, you know, I would, I would, I would try actually to complete the main quests. I could do a dedicated one. No, well, no, don't compromise your run just for this podcast. For our yeah, three I, um, listeners, one it, of which it is doesn't, me. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't actually um, have a shit ton of like side quests, so it's more like a, just an exploration of you know the world. So it, I think it's a lot more linear than the game advertises. You know, or no, well, I thought it was to be 
uh, given like the screenshots that I saw. Right, right. But everyone's like, you know, it's a great, it's a great world to explore, but you kind of explore it on the way to Colossus or Colossi. Yeah, that's that was, was my experience playing, and I played yeah. the PlayStation Three re-release. Uh, from what I've yeah. seen of the PS4 version, like holy shit, that game looks nice on PS4. So I'm excited to. Like, get there's some super some secret part. stuff that you can do in the game as well, but like they're just like you kind of don't do that until you completed it. So yeah. you know, yeah, I reckon we could crack that out. It'll be a nice, nice motivator for me to get into it. All right, cool. Um, did you hear? Actually, I just remembered of. Uh, so you remember we were chatting about Warcraft Three being re-released? Yes. Yeah. Uh, did you did you read about the terms of service that um, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, uh, corrected for the release of the game? No. So they've recently, and I'm pretty sure this is about Warcraft Three. I think it is. Uh, I remember reading it, and uh, the terms of service pretty much dictates because they've got a kind of make your own multiplayer map creator yeah um game type creator sort of thing um it says any game mode created within this platform is the property is the sole property of activision blizzard (laughs) oh (laughs) no yeah pretty much saying yeah is that you can claim absolutely zero ownership to any ip that you create in our game it's ours oh. and we can do it and if it's popular oh, and because you can post it onto servers you can post like these games on servers and if it's popular we can then monetize it and that's our right to do that pretty what much fucking scumbag so like yeah because dota started because as a warcraft 3 mod exactly and because of dota auto chess was a dota 2 mod which then became its yep. own genre Oh, those absolute fuckers. What the fuck? How to make people not make custom maps for your game? Well, that's literally what everyone's been saying. Well, I guess I won't be creating any custom maps for your game then. They were just hoping it would be in the fine print no one would read, and then they just own a bunch of new games. Yeah, they were hoping that no one would fucking read it, but sadly, legally, when you make a statement like that, it needs to be at the top and in bold. It needs to be so obvious that everyone has read it. So when they sign the terms of service, they don't say that, you know, there was some sly backhandedness towards the terms of service. So they had to make it as obvious as possible. So they did. It was in big, bold, capital letters at the top of the terms of service. So everyone read it as if to go, what? I'm playing this game. And pretty much if I create a public game mode through the custom, you know, the customization options that were given to me, um, it's now the property of Activision Blizzard. <laughs> a baffling. So it just it just shits on the community completely. They're just like the whole reason why someone would purchase this game is for that community. And seeing as now you've pretty much said, you know, if you by any chance monetize it, we've got the right to sue you. Um, then why the fuck would I even take the chance? You know, you wouldn't. No, no one's going to. Yeah, this is it. No one's going to at all. So they completely just shatter themselves again, even after the backlash of the game being nowhere near as good as they promised. They then release these shitty terms of service that make them the biggest corporate capitalist bad guys ever. Um, and then, again, no apology, because, well, they never need to. I don't need to apologise because we're a conglomerate. So, suck it up. 
well, thanks for that uplifting end to the news, Dave. No, I just thought it would just be a nice, you know, follow-on from what we uh, discussed previously. But yeah, just made me laugh. But no, um, yeah, I guess we could just chat about what we've been playing. All right, all right, all right. Let's do that. <coughs> I thought you were going to vomit then. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's video game music segment with me, Gareth. Um, you may have heard in the news, if you were listening, which I hope you were, um, that the BAFTA nominations came out. And in the music nominations was a game called Wattam. Uh, it's not something I'm very familiar with. I had heard the word before, um, but I wasn't aware it had like a particularly great soundtrack. So when I was listening to little snippets of these soundtracks from these games to try and pick one i heard the song you're gonna hear from Wattam, and i couldn't not play it it's like the most charming thing you'll ever hear um it's by the same guy who made the katamari games and it's got a similar sort of charm to it uh, and charm is really the word i would use uh, the song does have lyrics so don't be alarmed <laughs> um it's a bit cheesy but charming is it's really the one word i think of when i heard it so you get to enjoy it as well. So this is from the original soundtrack to Wattam. This is a long time to six years. Keep on trying. 
Unheard message. First unheard message sent yesterday at 7.15 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. Hi, Dan. Yep, it's it's Crispin here. Listen, yep, yep. I'm just out on the microscooter. Zero emissions for the win. Um, and I just thought that I'd give you a call. A uh, bit of a heads up for the shareholders meeting. Uh, later on tonight, okay. Um, I stumbled into a bit of a problem. Uh, it shouldn't be too bad, but we seem to be um, falling far short of our March schedule release date. I, I know, I know, I know, I know they're not going to be too happy, but listen. Uh, Daryl, um, who I hired from Sainsbury's Deli Counter, um, unfortunately, he's had a bit of a breakdown. I, I know, I know you said, I know, I know, no game uh, development experience, but listen, you know me, bro. I. I operate a totally discrimination-free work environment. And I just thought, hey, maybe if I give this little guy a chance, like my dad gave me, um, maybe maybe he'll make something of himself. To be fair, Dan, he didn't take the opportunity, uh, but that's on him, you know. No, 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 no. No, 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 it's not on me at all. Yeah, yep, 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 100%. On him. Uh, anyway, I'm getting a new swing ball, um, delivered for the office. Uh, I'm thinking of putting it in reception, you know, next to the beanbags. I mean, the receptionist keeps moaning because she says guys are getting quite rowdy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, babes, 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 calm down. You know, let the guys play. They work hard enough. If they want to play, they want to play. Uh, she said reception's not the place to do that. I say, hey, hey, there's no rooms in this building. It's just one big environment, an organism in which we all pull our imagination from. Yeah, 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 yeah. So listen, um, just thought I'd give you the heads up because there's bound to be some uh, people going a bit cray-cray, uh, obviously with the latest figures coming up. I, I mean, we're not even off the initial development stage. Um, some idiot in 
R&D told me that we should at least be on a beta phase, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm not sure at all. Uh, talking in sort of code language, I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, mate, give it to me straight, yeah? Um, so anyway, I'm going to ask Daddy if he can transfer me some more money just to keep it going for a little while longer. Uh, yeah, it's very hard for me, yeah. yeah I'm sure you won't mind. Uh, anyway, uh, I'll give you a call later and we'll have a soy latte or, or something. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay, guy, guy thank you. Bye-bye, bye. End of message. To delete this message, press 7. Message deleted. Okay, Dave. Uh, we are fans of video gaming, uh, which is a form of entertainment played with a controller in hand off discs or data on a hard drive, represented visually on a TV screen. Um, and as fans of this, we both do it regularly. We do. Often. Yes. Uh, I've done a little bit of that this week. Not much. I feel like I'm in a, uh, what's that, a community circle where I'm in like an AA meeting, where like the person... <laughs> And this is why we need to stop. <laughs> and that's why I give out free condoms at the end of each meeting. Um, I've played this week two things of note. Um, neither one is very interesting. But I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit. The first thing is no, Ape I'll Out. never shit on your own parade. Thank Carry you. Uh, Ape Out, which was nominated for one of the BAFTAs. I think it was Audio Design. Um, yes. It's a top-down game where you play as a gorilla escaping from a lab. Um, and you can punch or grab things and when you grab things and press the punch button you throw them very hard it's got an awesome art style that's, uh, I don't know how to describe it kind of always moving but like a very solid colour so your ape is just one solid colour of orange yeah I was about to say I've seen some screenshots and it's quite it's striking yeah, it's striking. It's not hard to follow. No, really. no. Um, very simple, but the best thing about it, I would say, because the gameplay is very simple, you know, you see a bad guy trying to shoot the ape that's escaping from the lab, you punch the guy into a wall, he explodes into blood <laughs> because he's been punched into a wall by an ape, um, and you get to the end of the level. Like, it's very simple. But the music and the sound is all procedurally generated jazz drumming oh um, wow so like it's thousands of samples they've created uh, sorry collected of a guy actually playing the drums that um, it chooses between them based on the context of what you're doing so okay. I- I'm going to embarrass myself now by miming some drums but so like you know if you're just walking along normally you're like tap 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 and then you punch them on it's like cymbal crash like like when you're like running around faster and punching you Um, you have to kind of see it in action to understand it because I don't do it justice at all but it's like very (laughs) it's very impressive because anytime there would be a sound effect it's a drum like hitting a snare or crashing a cymbal for an explosion or you know if the action hots up so does the drum it's like faster and faster Uh, if if you're like playing stealthily it's like it's like 
Oh, it's so good. It responds yeah, to literally you. Imagine it. It's like incredible. Like, first of all, why would you even think to do it that way? It sounds so fucking difficult. Uh, second of all, even if you thought to do it that way and tried it, how would it come out not sounding shit? You know? Yeah. But it comes out incredible. It works so well. I would say the gameplay for me is a bit too simple. I ended up playing it for like 25 minutes and then I was like, I'll play some more of this another day. You're like, yeah. You know, you're running around a map top down and you punch guys or you grab them to block the bullets other guys are shooting you with. And then you go and punch that guy. Yeah. And it's like, not a whole lot going on. Although I will say, uh, where I stopped, there was a bit where you turn the lights off and then that visual style adapts to it. So like, then the background is all black. Ah, uh, um, yeah. And you see, like, the lights people have on their guns as, like, a very stark colour contrast. It's one of oh, the best-looking yeah. games. It's very simple, but it's one of the best-looking games I've seen in a while. And one of the best-sounding games. Unfortunately, the gameplay is just too simple for me. But I will play more of it. I'll just come back to it every now and then and punch yeah. things into walls as a, as a terrifying ape. Yeah. Um, but you should... You should look it up on YouTube. Just see a few clips of the game because, wow, it's like the, the presentation is incredible. Yeah, oh, top notch. Um, the other thing I've been playing, which actually ties back into what you said at the end of the news, uh, I've been playing a custom map for Dota. Uh, quite a lot. Not allowed. Banned. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's called Comics Heroes Wars. Um, nice. Basically, somebody has taken Dota, and instead of the heroes in Dota, they've added, like, Kylo Ren, and Spider-Man, and Batman, oh, okay. and, like, the actual Zeus, and oh my God. fucking characters from Warcraft, and all this stuff. Um, actual Zeus. It's very rough. <laughs> Not fake Zeus, actual Zeus. Well, there's a yeah. Zeus, there's a character in Dota, normal Dota, called Zeus. Ah, right, cool. So they've added actual Zeus over the, like, basically <laughs> over the top of him. It's like way more powerful than that Zeus. Everybody has crazy powers and nothing's balanced. You can buy items that let you come back from the dead, like every 10 seconds. It's like ridiculous. You can't really take it seriously, but it's a lot of fun. Like, I was playing as Emperor Palpatine and I was on lane yeah. against Deadpool and Palpatine has the ability to, like, go a million miles an hour for, like, two seconds. It's, like, really weird. Um, but it's fun. Uh, if you're playing yeah. Dota... Sounds good. Go look it up. Comics Heroes Wars. It's free in a free game. Like, you know, can't really get much better than that. And it's fun. And maybe you'll see me on there, and maybe you'll kick the shit out of me, because I'm not very good. Nice. But that's it, Dave. Yeah. That's me. I'm done. See? Two minutes. That wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. You know, it's quite a good synopsis. Uh, two pretty decent games, actually. Um, I've been dabbling uh, back into GTA again. Five? GTA 5 uh, on the online modes. So, again, in our endless pursuit of a multiplayer game, which isn't a battle royale, uh-huh. Um <laughs> or like an open world Rockstar game, we decided to give up and play an open world Rockstar game. Um, there isn't much on offer when you get more than three people yeah. in like a group. You're like, yeah, fuck. 
can't really play many games. Um, so we decided, you know, after trying a few things, actually there's a decent, decent collection of, um, like zombie-esque games. Like you've got World War Z or World War Z. I should say it the American way because it sounds better. Oh, I thought um, you meant in Grand Theft Auto Five, like there were new bonus modes and stuff. No, I mean like you know in like games, right? In right. general, um, you know, there's World War Z, which is like the um, zombie Left Dead esque um, multiplayer cult game, which is quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then there's also a Remnant of the Ashes. Oh yeah, we talked about that uh, a few yeah, months ago. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, but we kind of got to a point in that where we, you know, there's a there's a group of three of us who play that, and we're never really on together much. So, uh-huh. yeah, um, turns out you know the group that was on together, we were just like, oh, let's, should we go back onto GTA because we heard that the heists that were released a couple of months back are actually fully fleshed out now and bug free so shall we actually do it and we're like yeah okay then let's see what it's like and again uh rockstar just it drags you in again like i hadn't played it for ages and suddenly when i'm you know i come in come back into the game and immediately i'm just like oh you know let's see what they've added and the world in which they've expanded it out to is just Ridiculous. Now, for those people who've actually played GTA 5 online for, you know, throughout their gaming career mm-hmm. or history, um, like these, these updates probably wouldn't seem so big. But seeing as I took a massive about eight to ten month hiatus from this game, um, when you come back into it from the state I left it to the state it's in now, it's literally like a completely different game. Okay. Um, in regards to like the online capabilities, because obviously the the, the size of the game, which is on a server, uh, it's 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 very quick to forget that this game is actually online because it plays it's so expansive. You can pretty much do everything you want to do in GTA V on the online mode, which to me blows my mind. Uh, but also, like, they've added things like, um, so the largest issue you have or with GTA 5 when I left it online was, uh, there wasn't really much to do besides the missions, if that makes sense. So beside doing either the multiplayer, like, events, i.e. races or, you know, team death matches yeah. and stuff like that, uh, there wasn't much to do in the actual open world. That was um, my experience when I played it around the time <clears> it first came out. It was like, okay. Yeah, you would just drive around. Like, the world was alive. Uh, you could, uh, you know, go into shops and rob them. You could collect stuff. You could buy houses. But there wasn't really much to do in it. Yeah. Um, they've kind of corrected that a bit. So, you know, the, the largest thing that we struggle with is that, you know, uh, getting into the same server because it's endlessly busy. Uh, you would, it would probably take a no joke about 15 minutes to about 25 minutes until all four of us are in the same place where we can like do things together in the same open world. Well, you can't so like fast we, travel or anything like that. No, you can't fast travel. What I mean is, yeah, is that so 
you join uh, an online server from the start menu of the game. Uh-huh. It loads you into a server, and then you're like, okay, then uh, I'm going to join my friend. So everyone's like, okay, everyone join this person's server. So we all join it, and it joins us in, and one of us will get in, and the other two will join a random server together somewhere else. And you're like, great, so two of us are in one server, and two of us are in another server. And so you end up playing this game of, like, fucking, you know, kiss chase, it almost feels like, <laughs> where one person is always left behind in a random server somewhere because it couldn't join us all into the same place. Eventually... We've, we've figured out a workaround where we invite one person joins a mission, invites everyone to that game. We all join that game and then we all quit that game and it all quits us out into the same lobby. And we're just what? like, hey, it worked. <laughs> but you know, the, the normal invite and join system still seems to be buggy as, buggy as all shit. But, um, <laughs> it says a lot, though, about the quality of that game that you're willing to put up with that like every single but day. This is it. This is what I mean. So um, when we're doing a heist or something, it's really not an issue. But um, like I said, the reason why it's become an issue is because the open world stuff is now so engaging um, that you kind of want to do that as a group. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's little things like I noticed is that during that waiting period, instead of just uh, driving around and doing fucking nothing, I can now do bounty hunter missions where I can just go find someone. A person emails you from the main GTA 5 storyline and they're just like, oh, um, you know, if you want to join our bounty hunty like vigilante gang, then this guy like has been doing something wrong. And you're like, okay then. And so instead of spending 25 minutes just twiddling my thumbs and doing fuck all, um, I go hunt someone. And then when my friend joins my um, game, they're like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just hunting I'm just hunting this bounty guy. And they're like, okay, then yeah, I'll join you. And then they come find me in their car, and then we hunt this guy who's like escaped from prison or something like that. Yeah. Um, there's also like treasure hunt missions, which kind of guide you around random places but you get like decent loot from it so i got like a golden uh what's saying revolver from it and it's like a one-hit kill magnum which is hilariously fun will that not get also, taken off you when you die though huh does that not no, get so, like taken no, off you no, so it stays with you but it gets severely nerfed when you get into any mission so in the open world it's like a one-hit kill gun Okay. But when you go into like a mission like a bank heist or something like that, it's it, it takes two shots to kind of kill someone. So it's back on par with like a shotgun. Okay. I, uh, I have a question like just in terms of pure mechanics of how it works. If I yeah. spend a bunch of money like getting a sick-ass car and then the car gets yeah. blown up, is the car just gone forever? No. So there, uh, it used to have that system. So previously it used to – you used to have to – when you buy a car, you used to have to buy insurance. Oh, okay. If you didn't have insurance with your car and someone blew it up, it was gone. Tough shit. But then they realized that a lot of people were like trolling each other by like spending all of their money on a car, but then not having like, and it was a feeble amount of money in GTA terms. Mm-hmm. It was like $2,000 for the insurance. And if you didn't have the $2,000, you're fucked. 
But now when you buy the car, the insurance comes with it because they realize actually people are dicks. So if you blow up the car, so if I blow up my friend's car, I pay them £2,000 as like a punishment. Okay. And then they get their car back. Okay, that's cool. Because I remember when I tried playing it a long time ago, it was like very punishing. Like people were just running around shooting at each other nonstop for starters so it's like kind of boring and when you die you come back at the hospital and it's like okay well i have to pay every time i fucking die as well yeah fuck this shit so so when you die you kind of spawn especially in a group you spawn next to the person that you died close to okay um your car respawns quicker it's just kind of made the whole online community thing uh, a lot less weighted in the trolls corner. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, yeah. So those people who have spent like loads of money on game shark cards and like bought a fucking tank can't go around now and just blow up random people's cars and just fucking ruin your experience really. Right. So it means that the community is like, it's a lot less tolerant to people who want to just walk around and be dicks, uh, which obviously pays in the favor for you. Cool. Um, but like I said, so they've got like, they've added in new like open world missions. So it makes the open world a lot more attractive place. But then it also means that you can go, the most recent addition is the casino. Okay. And it, um, and it generally is quite a fun place to be. Like again, so me and my mate uh, the other night were just waiting for the other two people to join our lobby. And instead of just running around and doing some random shit, we met each other in a casino, sat at a blackjack table playing blackjack, blackjack whilst chatting to each other over Xbox. And it's like, I'm spending G- and winning GTA money whilst chatting to my mate, whilst the other two are just, you know, waiting to join in. Um, we had like a situation where the three of us or four of us were in a game. One of us went to dinner and then three of us were in the casino just betting on horses and watching each other lose at horse racing and stuff like this. All right. I'm going to have to and look if GTA been- 5 is in my Steam because I'm pretty sure I have it. And I like, I've got a group of friends, not to completely overtake what you were saying. Dave. I've no, got a yeah. group of friends where we feel like we're constantly looking for the next thing. Like we play Dota a lot. Like, Pretty yeah. much, if someone says, is anyone free to game tonight? It means anyone want to play Dota tonight. Do you want tonight. to play Dota? Yeah. Yeah. So we're kind of always looking for, like, another thing. GTA Five could be it. It's been there the whole time, but I never I think, really thought about yeah, it. Yeah, this is it. I think it's definitely... It's got to the point now where there's enough content and enough missions in it where you can definitely get a group of four people together. And it kind of it hits all the markers now. So it's got really good online missions that you can and the connectivity on pc is a shitload better so you mm-hmm. won't hit the issues that we are hitting on consoles okay. um um i think they've got a party system as well on pc or some sort of you know it's it's easier anyway i don't know how it works but i've been told by my pc friends that it's easier to join each other's games uh, versus oh there like, it is i already own it 3.3 hours played on PC, yeah, it's because I played it on um, Xbox 360 <coughs> when it first came yeah. out. Yeah, so barely played on. Oh shit! So if you, um, so you've got the first batch of heists to do. So that's 
three, four heists to do. Okay. Four heists to do. The first one is a two-player-only heist, and it just teaches you how to do heists. And then there's three actual heists to do, which are four people. And they're like epic story-led, like, uh, you know, mission-by-mission. They're about 14 missions each. Okay. Um, And then you get the big heist at the end. Um, There's a lot of content in it. And then, like I said, then you can hit the community stuff as well. So, you know, want to sit down for, like I said, one of us went for dinner. So they were like gone for 20 minutes and we just sat down chatting to each other, gambling. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a lot of fun. Um, you can pass a lot of time in this game. And and to add to that, the new casino missions or the new casino heist is really well thought out and challenging, which is good. You know, some of them are like really piss easy and quite irritating. But, you know... Um, you know, I feel like um, some of the missions in the earlier heists were, you know, either too easy when you hit it on the normal level. And then you're like, you know what, I'll get a little bit of a uh, a bonus boost in cash. So I'm going to rank up the level to like hard. And then it was like next to impossible. You're <laughs> like, fucking hell. Where in this one, it feels like the leveling system is a lot more balanced because we did it on normal and it was challenging. So, you know, it was good. It was really good. Well thought out. It it works and the payoff at the end is decent enough that you want to go back and try it again. So there's so much replayability. Um, and then it also kind of because the way that the heists work is that kind of a person in the group has to fund it. Oh, okay. So you have to. Um, so you do. There is a progression system in it. So, you know. Um, you have to buy the correct building before the missions unlock themselves. So there is a lot of, I don't know, you've got to do like the smaller missions first. And it's like they train you how to get to the bigger missions. So that you earn enough money, you save the money, you etc. Just build up. So yeah, I think they've hit it. They've hit the nail on the head. I think it's well worth doing it with your friends. That's what I've heard, yeah. You don't want to do it with strangers. No, I don't want to do it with strangers. <laughs> Never so, with strangers. So, Dave, I happen to know, as much as you've sold me on Grand Theft Auto Five, I happen to know you've been playing something else as well. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, I dabbled in uh, GTA Five as a, like, a group activity. Uh, and then me and Michael, my brother, saw um, a way out. Uh, which is a purely cooperative game. Um, so we were, we've always searched for two player games. They're few and far between. They are. Um, which is sad. But, um, this one came up on the sale, I think it was, and it was like six pounds. Okay. So this wasn't like, like a game pass thing. No, it wasn't a Game Pass thing. Uh, we, we've always been saying, like, oh, this game looks good. Uh, we heard it's, like, it's co-op only, mm-hmm. which is, like, not heard of. Um, and so we thought we'd just give it a bash, and we weren't really expecting much from it, actually. We haven't completed it yet, but it's, like, a typical 
like Shawshank Redemption esque breakout of jail story, mm-hmm. where obviously you you've got two convicts in prison one person's been in there for a couple of years and uh the second person plays as the new fish in the uh, prison but they both share a common enemy and that's why they want to escape prison okay Uh, both people have been framed according to them for a crime that this other guy has committed um so yeah it's quite interesting. Uh, the way in which they tell the story is actually really good. So the game plays entirely in split screen. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, is it split but, screen? Even if you're playing online, you can see the other person's screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That's the point. So I uh, and you rely on it otherwise. So like, there's parts of it where one person is like sitting and waiting. Uh, for something to happen and it means that you're kind of watching the other person's screen and like waiting for your cue so there's um and it also plays together in the story as well so you might go up to someone and chat to them um gain some intel go up and then it means that you know through like the power of i don't know fucking cognition um it means that then you can make the correct like conversation tree Mm -hmm. uh because for example it's not the fact that you know you gain the knowledge it's more the fact is is that i might ask one guard a question such as like you know slyly ask him and bribe him and be like you know what time did the guards go off duty Mm -hmm. and then he might give us that bit of intel which means that my brother then asks another question that isn't that because he already knows that i've asked that question so if you uh, and then my brother was just like, what if I ask the same guard the same question? What happens? And then like they get well suspicious, and then they <laughs> they end up putting him in like quarantine. They're just like, hang on a minute, some guy was he asked me that question? And he's like, oh shit! And then like they beat him up with like batons and like, put him in solitary. <laughs> and he's just like, okay then. So at least like it's linked. Um, but. It's like little things like that where like you have a conversation. So I, as my character, so you can switch the characters, but we've decided to be one character. Um, my brother's the the other one. Um, but um, if I talk to a guard, I will have a different conversation tree to what my brother would have. Okay. So it's primarily it's a puzzle game. Okay, that's what it is. You've got to put the pieces. You're you're in a you're you get put into a scenario, and you've got to figure out how to get through this scenario uh, through the pieces that are kind of thrown out into you know the scenario. So these are people that you can chat to. These are things that you can pick up. You need to get to this spot. So how do I do that? And mm-hmm. so you've got to figure out what person needs to talk to what person. Uh, what person needs to interact with what object, etc. Uh, um, what parts are we needing to do this together, etc. And it it plays out really well. It's quite difficult to describe through like just me telling you because the experience is so seamlessly done. So um, you know, even the cutscenes are done in like split screen, uh-huh. and it's done to a point where you know, 
it leads you through the story through like my character starts talking and he's on the left hand side of the screen and then it kind of fades out into like blurble and stuff and then the focus is on michael's screen on the right hand side and you know it's so seamlessly done and that essence of pure co-op is there um sometimes it's like really quite forced and it's just like oh yeah okay then <laughs> i need to uh, like i've got the flashlight and so i need to shine where you know you're going and then i need to find a spot where i can pass you the flashlight and then you need to shine where i'm going etc mm-hmm. but thankfully those bits are like few and far between um there's a point where you've got to climb like an air vent duct and the way in which they do it is that they do that 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 stupid you don't think it's ever going to work back to back feet on the wall climb up oh right right yeah i know what you mean yeah um and they get back to back and um we were like oh yeah what you're just gonna have to mash a (laughs) and pretty much that's what you have to do but um you've got to do it in unison because if one person's moving quicker than the other person then obviously you die because this vent is so fucking high up and you fall. Um, so even though it, it kind of prompts you, you don't have to rely on the prompts. Okay. As long as you and your co-op partner are responding at the same point, then that's okay. And so me and Michael, like, even though we were like, first of all, joking around, and I was going quicker than he was, and then I ended up falling on top of him, <laughs> and shit like this, just to see what the events were like. Uh, you ended up, like, really concentrating for, like, five minutes, and it's not, like, a small vent, either, because we were like, oh, yeah, we're gonna just climb up, say, if we get five in a row, then it will just forgive us, and then it will show a cutscene. No, you go from the bottom all the way to the top, <laughs> and you have to do it seamlessly in one go. And so we were sitting there. After the second time of failing, it ended up not being funny. And you got, like, well frustrated. So you ended up just going, counting each other in, just going, now, now, now. And hoping that we were moving in unison. So, yeah, I'm just saying is that it's uh, it kind of just harks on hugely. But not in a, like I said, it's not in, like, a forced or not in an annoying way. But the co-op is so integrated into this game. Um it kind of, you know, like I said, it just brings brings the whole essence of co-op together. Like, why do you play a game with someone? Yeah. It's, it's enjoyable. And um, and there are certain bits as well there where, like, um, there's a bit where um, Michael's character has to sneak out of. So you both get put into the infirmary because you need to steal, like, a key from one of the offices in the infirmary. Okay. Um, and we were, it's probably staged, but it doesn't feel staged because of how well the game is like made. So I am, I'm like the distractor and I've got to distract like either the nurse or the guard around me whilst Michael sneaks into the office and steals the key. Um, so there's literal parts where, uh, like, I call the nurse in, and he's like, and then he's like, do I leave now? And I'm like, yeah, leave. And then he's got to walk around, and then I notice that he's about to walk into a guard. And so I quickly just react. And it honestly, it 
the game's so good that it allows you to like respond to instinct. So I'm just like, how am I going to distract this guard? I'm in a bed, and what he does, he picks up um he picks up a lamp next to him, and he just throws it against the <laughs> mirror, or okay. like, he throws it against the window. But the game allows you to do that, so you can move your head around, and then it goes. It's just like press the right trigger to throw the lamp. And then you you pick it up and throw it against the window, and then the guard turns round as Michael runs past him. And then my, I just went, "Did you not see the guard then?" He went, "What guard?" And I went, "Thank fuck, I fucking distracted him." And it's like it's, it's little things like this. And then he gets suspicious, and the guard just looks at me, and then the nurse just goes, like responds like a normal human being. It's like, "Why did you just throw that lamp at the, that, at the window?" And then my character's like, "Uh, I just wanted to." <laughs> like he just sounds like an absolute dick. Yeah. Like the nurse, the nurse just looks at him and like he's an absolute dick. But then yeah, like Mark was in the office and then the guard comes back in and then I knock on the window again, and the guard looks at me again and just comes into the thing and then berates me and then Michael is able to sneak past in. But you kind of like it. You got to like work together. Some things one person can see and the other person like the camera angles are so clever uh-huh. like, that's the thing is that you know Michael's camera angle physically blocked him from seeing that guard and it's just like you kind of you, you, you've always got to be on your toes you've got to think fast you've got to solve puzzles quickly and it's just it's really engaging we've got about we've got to the point where we, we've effectively escaped the prison uh, but now we've got to kind of run away from the cops and reintegrate ourselves into like these secret identities that we've made for each other and stuff like that so you know i'm excited to keep playing it i'm excited to see where the co-op mechanics like you know take us and the story in it it's engaging enough that i would fully you know want to complete it it's not boring um and like i said um there's multiple ways to solve a puzzle as well it doesn't just give you one linear path. It gives you about three or four different options, depending on how you want to do it. Um, so, yeah, it's really good. I'd, I'd fully encourage you to find a co-op partner and, you know, join in. Um, and how much did you say you got it for? I got it for six quid on the uh, Games with Gold steals that were on last week. Uh, sounds like an absolute uh, bargain. It's an absolute bargain. Um, I think I've just Googled it and you can get it for, I think, 10 quid Okay. on CD keys. Hmm. So that's pretty decent. It's well worth it. it. I don't think it's the longest game. It doesn't feel like it's a super long game, but yeah. it's a well-constructed, well-thought-out game. And the graphics on it are fantastic. Um, it does that thing of seamless um, or like integrated cutscenes as well. So you only know that you're in a cutscene because those movie, those black, like, you know, letterbox bars come down. Right. And you're like, oh, now I'm in a cutscene. Um, so, yeah, it's really good. Uh, and like I said, I quite enjoy solving puzzles with a friend. So, it's quite fun. Well, maybe I should uh, get myself a friend. Yeah, get yourself a friend. Oh. There's, like, really funny options as well. Like, um, you get onto the roof once and you've got to, like, um, your retarring the roof and I never understood why they tar the roof but it's always in prison movies isn't it they're <laughs> like oh yeah make sure you tar that roof um, and so yeah Michael's like tarring the roof and I'm sneaking to get a screwdriver that's it from a toolbox which is on the roof and um, there's like multiple ways that he can distract someone 
but he decides to break the mop across his knee. <laughs> and, and instead of, like, you know, just pushing the tar over or, like, throwing a rock, my brother just decides he blind panic because he knows that I'm about to get caught by a guard. Smashes this, uh, what I say, mop against his knee and then drops it and goes, uh, my mop broke. And the guard looks at him and says, I just watched you break that. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> So yeah, you can do some really stupid shit, but like it just had us in creases half the time because of the, what the game, what you think the game should allow you to do, the game allows you to do it. So you know, it's quite fun. That's cool. And yeah. if it if it was six pound once, it'll be six pound again at some point. Oh yeah, definitely. So like you know, and it's like I think it was twenty five quid when it first came out. So yeah, you're thinking like I said it was literally a no brainer. I looked at him and went, yeah, fuck it. Even if it's shit, six quid is still worth it. So, you know. Cool. Well, well you've definitely it. put it on my radar, Two games Dave. I fully recommended. Yeah. Two games. Two co-op uh, experiences that I fully recommend. So that's a way out. And it was published by EA. I didn't expect EA to bring out a good game. Wow, there you go. I should also point out APOW, which I mentioned earlier, Game Pass. So just, you know, yes, get on Game Pass. That, whatever that's why I recommend Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Really enjoyed that. Once yeah. again. What I feel a... like I need to congratulate you again for beating me, but you know. It, uh, it has been time. a few hours since that happened, so I understand. <laughs> 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 oh, I've already forgotten. 1 0. 1 0 to me. And you, but you are picking the game next time, so. Yeah, I've already got it in my head, yes. and it, you're going to enjoy it. I can guarantee you this. I make no such promises. Yeah, but, but yeah, until then, until enjoy then, your enjoy your time, play some games, and I will speak to you next time. All right, Dave. Uh, if you are not feeling well by this time next week, maybe it's coronavirus. Maybe it is, and I'll have to go to the doctor and get tested. Can you catch it through a microphone? I don't know. Shit. (coughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) You you just infected all our listener, Dave. Oh, no. Not John. (laughs) Just going for generic man name. As good a name as any. All right, Dave. Thank you very much for being you. Thank you very much. And I will uh, speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.